Hello, I'm Steve Turton. Welcome to the first and maybe last episode of my Conversations with the Pope podcast. I've been mates with Ben Pope for about 20 years now. In that time, I've worked in gambling and magazines. While Popey's made a career in sales, with a job I'm still not sure whether he loves or hates. With Pope juggling a young family and long hours on the road, I don't get to see him as much in person these days. Every week we catch up on the phone, gabbing about sports, betting, pop culture, anything that's tickled us really since our last call. Recently I managed to convince Pope to let me record our conversations. I know. What a ridiculous time it's turned out to be talking sports on record. Over the next 40 odd minutes, you'll hear us rambling on a range of subjects, from betting on Sweden's general election to the virtual Grand National. We cover the NBA and the NFL, reflect on a brutal Cheltenham festival, and discuss Pope's interesting take on the NHS clap. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, if there's anything left to talk about. Hopey. Mm-hmm. Hello. Sorry, mate, just having a slurp there, yeah. Cup of tea. Yeah, not too bad, Timbuk to yourself. Having a brew. Yeah, I'm alright, man. I am indeed, yeah. Sorry for the uh, for the delay there, mate. I'm quite deep into it. Your father the... duties yeah. to see to. Yeah, it sounded like, yeah. Wiping our Talking ashes. of which, there's our Louis interrupting already. Fantastic. How is he? How's he getting on with being stuck indoors? Are you alright, mate? Sorry, he's just um Come on. You gonna sit in here, Louis? Okay. Yeah, we've got company. Say, say hello to Steve. All right, Lou. Hello. Hello, mate. How are you? How are you, mate? Are you okay? Yeah. How, yeah. Would, how would he cope and pope with the uh, with the lockdown? I think you should be more concerned with how I'm coping, really, rather than how are they coping. That, that bad, yeah. <laughs> how are they coping? How are you coping with this with this lockdown? It, it, this is very different from. From being on the road doing you know sales meetings and shit like that in it you know what mate yeah it's it's i'm finding it all rather therapeutic to be honest with you yeah the whole experience um kids are manageable up to now which is uh, which which obviously makes it easy because because as you can imagine being confined to a house with a one-year-old and a three-year-old presents its own challenges but uh, they've been good to be fair so um yeah, so far so good. Come back and ask me in a week or two, or maybe the next call that we have. Uh, it might be a different story. Probably will be a different story entirely. I don't know. I feel like you were. I feel like you were up to your up to your neck with it last week. I feel like maybe to use a topical term, you might have hit your peak with the with the stress. Do you know what? I'm counting my blessings because because all I've got to think back to is when we were stranded in the dam, but over a month. What a, what, a, what is it now? Six seven weeks ago. How much I missed missed the kids, so I'm just sort of counting blessings that I'm, I'm supposed to be spending as much time with them as I am. But at the same time, it's good to have uh, a bit of balance. But it is what it is at the end of the day, isn't it? So you've got to make the most of it. How are you getting on? You're, I'm on, don't forget you. I'm only in what? I'm week two. You're week five, aren't you? Four. Of the, uh, week how four. How it's used experiments? 
I think it's day 24 today, I think, yeah. Oh, or, really? Or Maybe I'm yeah. opening the custard a bit there then, eh? But Week four. are you finding it yourself? Yeah, it's all right, you know. It's all right. We're getting under each other's feet a little bit. But generally, not bad. Working on a few little bits and whatnot. So I'm kind of used to it. I, you know, I've done a lot of work behind closed doors. And uh, we spent a lot of the last year in, indoors. So not too bad, really, lad. But I think it's going to get to a point... How long do you see it going on? I, I mean, people are talking like, I've got a feeling we're going to be in at least the whole of April, if not the whole of May. Like, I've just got a feeling. Yeah, I'm working towards the beginning of June. And I'm guessing the lockdown, well, I'm hoping anyway, will be lifted. Speaking to one of my work colleagues yesterday, he was giving me 18 months, the absolute madman. Wow. So I've, I've basically I've had a bet with him. We've betted our mortgages on it. And he thinks I'm joking as well. But I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to stick to it, like... No, you've got to have a bet on it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... No, no, we bet our, we bet our respective mortgages on it. So I've gone with that it won't be 18 months and he's gone that it, that it is 18 months, so... That's a terrible over-under he's took. Did you give him odds or not? No, has he got, like, a... No, 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 no. Basically, I'll just take his house anyway by the sounds of it. I think you should go for it. I think you should go full Davies Casino on him, like... No, it was it was on a work platform as well, 3CX, so it'll be recorded. So that'll be uh, legally binding, I think. So, so you're, yeah, really gonna, you're really, really going to hold him to this? I mean... What a time, because, you know, most of our phone calls take up a lot of betting talk. What a, what a time to be to be recording conversations. Oh, it's mad, mate, isn't it? What's going to make all this, this uh, clap for the NHS? Have you been getting involved, like? Well, we've been doing an, uh, we've been doing an Instagram live show, haven't we, on, on one of the other platforms we're doing. And, uh, obviously... Oh, yeah, how'd you get on last night? I got a call off Moss in absolute stitches tell me that about one of the comments referring to you and Peggy as Avril Lavigne and Louis Spence <laughs> which I thought was quite good like I completely I completely missed that it's a good job I did it would have absolutely derailed me I think to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's probably the biggest compliment either of you have, have ever had. I would have thought. <laughs> it's not the first time I've been compared to Louis Spence, you know. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's been out there. You're all rather flamboyant, like, especially on a night out. So maybe that's where the comparisons come from. <laughs> we were all right. You know, Adam was great. Adam was really good. But, um, yeah, we're eight, we're 8 o'clock, aren't we, every Thursday? So, you know, fantastic slot. Head to head with the NHS every Thursday we start. So. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's how I'll fill my time now on a Thursday at 8 o'clock, yeah, because... Come watch us uh, instead. Yeah, I, basically, yeah, I, I just thought, first time round, when they'd done it last week or whenever it was, okay, yeah, a little bit of a token gesture. I don't think it'll mean a whole lot to the NHS or the nurses in particular. I'm sure they'd much rather a pay rise. But, okay, nice, albeit a token gesture, a nice gesture nonetheless. Um, begrudgingly got involved with it. So Did you go outside? outside were we, were you clapping yeah, indoors? Or yeah, what? mate. Yeah. Begrudgingly so, I just got involved, just just mainly so really just to keep up appearances with the, with the neighbours. Um, at the end of the day, I don't really want them to know the real me, do I? Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, yeah, I went outside, begrudgingly sort of went along with it. I understood why they were doing it, but as I say, I thought it was a little bit of a token gesture. And then five to eight last night, I'm sat on the couch and me, me missus comes in and tells me about another one. So needless to say, I didn't, didn't take part in the, in yesterday's one, just left it to, uh, oh, to Louise and Louis to go out and represent the uh, the Pope household. Wow, bombed it, yeah, just like that after one day, that, that after one week, you're done. What's your beef with yeah. it? You, is, is it the jet? Obviously, I'm presuming you've got respect for the NHS and you, you, you know, you're behind 
what they're doing or, or is it yeah more... no it's, it's not so much that but how about we get a round of applause for being housebound yeah, I suppose, you know, delivery drivers, Amazon drivers, maybe, shopkeepers. Yeah, I don't know. I've just, I just seen it as, uh, I'm sure if you asked every nurse within the NHS, they'd much rather a pay rise than a, uh, than a round of applause for a minute every week. Uh, I, 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 I've got a massive, massive issue with it. I, 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 I totally, even though it doesn't sound as though this is the case, I totally appreciate, obviously, what the NHS are doing, but... I don't know, I just think if you do it once, fair enough, any more than once, you just start to milk it, really. You think it's Not the much? NHS, but the organisers, whoever they are. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure the time could be better spent doing other things, but there you go. Just one month's thoughts, anyway. Can you see yourself next week maybe actively resisting against it? Maybe trying to encourage people not to get involved in it? Or are you going to go... <laughs> could you see yourself going that far against it? No, I wouldn't go that far. I think Jimmy Lee would, though. He's, he's, he's as against it um, as, as I am, really. How's your opinion on the uh, coronavirus shifted, Popey? I know... Uh, I know. Last time, no, 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 no. last time we spoke, I think, I think the, the, the term the sniffles might have gone, might have gone for <laughs> about. Listen, Steve. I think I'm better qualified than most to uh, to have my opinion on the coronavirus, having been the uh, the host of the virus in the UK, as we discussed last time. Uh, didn't really do me much harm, to be honest with you. But who knows? I don't know. There's conspiracy theories going around, isn't there, about 5G and all that carry on, which I don't really pay I'm much really attention it. to. Um, okay, maybe I sort of, yeah, maybe I, uh, I I didn't fully appreciate or anticipate the severity of it. But at the same time, if you look at the numbers, you do still pale in comparison to influenza or whatever else, really. So mm. I appreciate it's a pandemic. I understand why we're in lockdown. And I understand the severity of it, but you know you're not getting much more out of me than that, to be honest with you. I was reading about Sweden last night. Sweden have um, all they've done is banned gatherings over fifty people. The restaurants are still open. Now, from a gambling point of view, and it's so hard. We're trying to find angles on gambling on anything at the moment, aren't we? Because there's nothing out there. But you've got to feel like that's going to blow up in the face. I think there's twelve to one about them having an election next year. Which looks oh, like really? I might have a little dabble uni bet, yeah, because if they, if they, if their um, cases go through the roof and death rates go <clears> through <throat> the roof, roof, and it backfires on them, basically they're saying in Scandinavia um, generations don't interact as much. Basically, the older generations don't see the young ones. It won't be getting passed on as much. They've basically got an easier chance of more people, younger people, getting it and kind of be becoming immune to it. But um, it's quite blase though really isn't it it's a bit irresponsible really considering if you look at other countries all around the world pretty much most of them are in lockdown yeah so a little bit irresponsible like but yeah 12 to 1 is definitely value in that because there's just going to be public public backlash you'd think yeah uh, public outcry really for a general election next year or whatever they refer to it as in their country so yeah a bit of value in that I would have thought how are you getting on the betting front lad are you craving a bet I'm, <laughs> that's why I have to invest in these uh William Hill shares and need some source of action. Well, we've had a dabble, haven't we? We've had a little dabble on, on William Hill's fallen shares. If you know, if you can... it's a great investment. I, I, I don't know whether I was reading this right, but I was I was looking at sort of comparative companies and their share prices. Um, and obviously, you mentioned to me the other day that Laddies and, and Coral 
for around about what five six quid a share yeah, or something yeah. like G- that. It's GV, isn't it? Who own them? The the conglomerate behind them apparently are around around about five and a half quid. I think can't they share wise? Look into this because I don't know whether I'm reading it right. So with me being as exper- inexperienced as I am when it comes to shares, like um, I was looking at Flutter Entertainment, who own a host of companies including Betfair and Paddy Power. I don't know whether I'm reading it right. I'm sure their shares like seventy quid a share. Really, it's mad, isn't it? It's Google mad. it now. Have a little look. Have a little because it's because the way it gives the share prices in pence, isn't it? Yeah, it's like seven thousand pence per share, so seventy quid a share. What is it called? Fantasy what? Yeah, Flutter, Flutter Entertainment. As in having a Flutter. F L U T. And what are they behind? Flutter Entertainment. What are they behind? Who do they back? What is Flutter Entertainment like? Paddy Power, Beth Ah, yeah, 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 okay. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I I feel like William Hill are very, very, very much underrated. Um, That's value, that one. 60 odd P. If you're paying 60 odd P a share in the current climate with what's happening over in America and with the potential merger of William Hill and Beth it's a good investment, you know. Medium to long term investments. I'm I'm in it for the for the long goal, really. Definitely in the way Fred's talking, he's talking major, isn't he? That there was another um there was another document yesterday, I think we both read it. Um and he looks like he's he's looking to merge them two companies at some point. I don't know how that works with Fred being an independent. Would that be Fred saying that he'd be looking to go on the stock market, maybe? I don't know. He's completely independent, isn't he? Still Fred. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd make it work. He, he obviously if he's worth one point three billion, which he is. Yeah. Then he'll make it work. He'll know what he's uh, he's on about there. He'd be business savvy, obviously, so and he'll have advisors as well telling them what to do. So no, I think it's uh, I definitely think we're uh, now's the right time to get stuck in. Like are you getting stuck into the cartoon racing on Saturday? <laughs> The virtual national. Well, it's it, it's we've got form, haven't we? We've had a winner. When was it? Two years ago? Three years ago? Oh, brilliant! Yeah, right from uh, Nick Luck's mouth. Yeah, brilliant. Mouth. Well, he got scalped in town, didn't he? The day of recording. He did. Yeah, yeah. Our, our Nicky, our cousin, bumped into him and he uh, he tipped up. He tipped up the cartoon winner of the, the Grand National, didn't he? What was Cause it? Cause of causes. Yeah, and it's had a fun place in my heart since then. To be honest oh. with you, I was I was looking at getting stuck in on Saturday. Treating like the real Nash, being yeah. the, obviously the degenerate that I am. Um, but apparently there's £10 restricted bet or something, maximum we, £10 bet. I think we've done that with the Nick Luxif last time, must have been. I honestly, I think I had, I either had 30 each way or I think, I, was it win only, Ben, or was it was it, was it each way? Uh, no, you, you could have backed it each way, I think. Yeah, I think I had 25 each way at 16, you know, it was a, it was a right touch, it was beautiful. <laughs> I, I think the reason they're restricting you on the uh, on, on your bets is because all the funds go to the NHS. Oh, so, right. okay. Yeah. So if you're taking that, that, that explains a lot. With obviously bookmakers being the mercenaries that they are, so yeah. So if you're yeah, if you're taking chunks out and making a losing book on info, then yeah, that's it. Mate. Yeah, I'm looking to get stuck in, but we'll see anyway. I'll, I'll still have a go. Like you said, there's been nothing. So. To answer your question, Poppy, there's been nothing bet wise. I my first bet I had this week since the last of uh, Cheltenham. Was I had to go go on Joe Biden to to win the to win the election? Like I, I think it's gonna blow up in in Trumpy's face as well. Like to be honest with you, um, do you think he, he just chasing chasing some action there? Like or is it, or you, um, do, you, do you actually think it's a good bet? Have you put any thoughts into it? I do think it's a good bet. I think Biden, the way he's dealt with Bernie Sanders in the in the debates that they've gone into, where he he has looked. I know he's a bit of a creepy bastard, isn't he? Have you seen them clips of him holding like? 
teenage girls' shoulders and that at press conferences and oh. That's a man I can get on board with, yeah. So uh, it's a shame you don't get the op- opportunity to vote, really. <laughs> yeah, I just think he. I just think he's got what it takes. He's got that appeal. I think he could appeal to Trump voters. He's kind of a man's man, any regular Joe <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and I just think Trump, looking at some of his ad campaigns, have you caught any of Biden's ad campaigns recently? He's already all over this. How slow he was to react to the coronavirus and. I just think 11 to 8 is a bit of value, you know. And uh, I was speaking to Mullen, you know, Mullen's quite bang into his politics. And he, yeah, was, yeah. he was just saying, uh, like, the history of um, of politicians, even, like, successful politicians after a crisis. I think um, I think Churchill lost lost the election a few, oh, really? a few months after D-Day, like, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's mad. Am I, basically, my interest uh, with the Democratic... Uh, election just just completely died with 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 my uh, losing Michael Bloomberg bet. Obviously that we were we were on board with Mini uh, Mike. Yeah, I've really taken much interest since then. Not looking to to go back in on anyone. To, to be honest, Mini Mike. Yeah, it was uh, oh, it, it yeah, was yeah, enough. It, it was enough to dash anyone's interest in it, wasn't it? Really, he was an absolutely pathetic candidate and and, and wager one in the end. Once he got on spineless, that really, which is obviously with him, with him having amassed obviously the fortune he's, he has done and the success he's had business-wise and obviously made in New York, it's, you just find it hard to believe, really, don't you, when you see him on stage and just an absolute mess that he was, quivering mess, if you will. So, as I say, I'm, I'm not going to get stuck back into uh, US politics anytime soon, no. to be honest with you. you. You've had your fingers burnt with that, and that's enough for Big you. Time, yeah, more, yeah, 100%. But uh, have I told you about... Um, this, I'm, I'm quite pretty savvy with me Skype calls this week, because uh, have I told you about the new starter who started at Cyrene? Yeah, you said, well, well, to talk business, you had to go into business. You, would say, you said something about him. He's quite the... Uh... Quite a high flyer, isn't he? Well, just let's just start with the timing of, of, of the appointment first of all. Outside of any of the retailers or supermarkets, he's probably going to be the only person in the country who's been recruited by anyone in the last couple of weeks. I can't believe the hiring, Pope. I can't believe the hiring. Outside of Amazon. Oh, well, can I? Exactly. We've got, yeah, we, I won't really get into that. But, um, yeah, so we basically we were interviewing for a new member of the sales team to report into me. Um, so we had uh, various different candidates who had first interviews. We then took four of the candidates to a second interview, and as part of that interview, we asked them to do just a brief presentation, uh, just with a company overview and uh, a few slides on our earth packaging range, which is basically um, sustainable packaging, fully recyclable yeah. packaging, which is obviously the, the hot topic at the moment, certainly within packaging. Yeah. So anyway, all these, it was much of a muchness with most of the candidates. It was a bit of a copy and paste job, a bit robotic, whatever. I understand there's a bit of nerves involved, but not great, but not, not disastrous at the same time. So this lad who we've ended up hiring, his name's Avi, Avi Man. Thought he'd be one of your boys, but he's not. He's actually of, of, of Indian descent, um, although the name wouldn't suggest suggest so. So anyway, he's, he's, he's come in to myself and Jeremy, who's our sales director, bearing in mind. He's yeah. 22, well, I, I, I did think he was older. Um, and anyway, he's done his presentation to us. And to say he's gone above and beyond would be a bit of, bit of a, an understatement. So he's literally, within the presentation, he's presented figures on what the global packaging industry is worth, information that I wouldn't have a clue on, to be honest with you. He's then broke that down into plastic packaging 
and then what he classes green packaging, which obviously our earth packaging range would fall under. He presented, presented graphs and shown like growth and decrease in plastic and a growth in green packaging. Uh, and then presented another slide of what that means to, to Cyrene and what that means to our earth packaging. And then he's done projections and forecasts. He's then done a slide where he's done a poll on his Instagram page. Wow. And he's asked all his Instagram followers five set questions on sustainable packaging. And within those five questions are questions in relation to earth packaging. And then he's presented the results of his poll on his Instagram page. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. Does it... I mean, obviously, you're impressed with, with the levels he's gone to. I presume he got a job. Well, yeah, well, not, 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 so, not so much me being impressed, but Jeremy, as our, our sales director, described it as the best presentation he's ever seen, which, which doesn't really say much for me, having presented to him on many occasions in the past. <laughs> I was going to say, at what point does you, does you, um, you being impressed, when does that form into concern about... Insecurities, yeah, straight away, obviously, yeah, you just got to try and mask these insecurities as best you can. Um, doesn't do much for your self-confidence when your sales director saying it's the best presentation he's ever seen, knowing that you presented to him on, on many, many occasions in the past, like, but at the same time, couldn't really argue with his, uh, his analysis. Like, Maybe you've got to step up your game, Pope, possibly. Have you got to maybe... Maybe it's time to move past LinkedIn and get on the social media platforms. No, no, no. Do you know what? It's, it, uh, no, it is what it is. It's, it's these, these millennials. It's uh, I can't really keep up with them. To be honest with you, they, they, they come out of it. They look at it at a different angle. Really, don't they? It's just a more intelligent way of of doing things. And you know what? He's, he, I've basically, I've been having to train him this week with obviously lockdown. Been able to do it through Skype, so I've had to do it all remotely, which again presents its own challenges, but. Do you know what? It's been all right, and, and so far, so good. Um, I just can't let him know that I'm intimidated, really. No, can't no, show no. Any weaknesses at the same time. And at the same time, you can't show resentment either. You've got to, you've got to balance that. <laughs> In the current climate, it sounds like a very tricky work dynamic to navigate, to be honest with you. No, it's good. I'm looking at the positives because he's, he's reporting to me. So if he does well, that reflects well on me. Yeah, Being yeah. Being manager, I think. Don't clip his wings. Yeah, let him go and and t- basically take as much credit as you can for it. Really, I think is the is the way to go. I for think it. so. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm literally planning on taking all the credit. Oh. If he does well, that's purely down to me, my training techniques, and and, and everything else. Really, that's do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. My judgment's hiring him in the first place, and then my training techniques are obviously rubbing off on him. I think so, yeah, I think you can the angle I'm taking. You can take a cut of his cut of his gold here, like definitely. I think I think you've got that got that set up. Speaking of other gold and uh, long term bets, Popey, as you know, I'm I'm waiting on uh, Liverpool for a for a few quid to say the least to win the league. Um what are you for? that slip up. No. Are you still are you still at that? Are you still at that place where you think it's getting voided, the league? I think so, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, aren't you? Um, did you catch the news yesterday? Uh, Club Bruges in Belgium got under the league, fifteen points clear. I get that, yeah. So there's precedent now, which is good because that's signed off by UEFA ultimately. Um, so there's precedence, of course. So from a legal standpoint, we've got something to go at there if if the season is class void. But wasn't there only one game left? But well, there was only one game left, Paul. But to be honest with you, it's a bit of a mad one over there because. It, it, it's not a league. You don't you don't win the league by finishing top. They were basically fifteen points clear to be first seed going into the playoffs. They have a playoffs to decide who wins the league. So to give them 
when there's still a playoff to play at the end of the season, to give them the league kind of must bode even better for us who are 25 points clear with just two games to win to, to win the league out of nine, surely. It's a mad setup. I've always thought the Belgians were crazy bastards, you know. That's fucking <laughs> nonsensical, that, isn't it? What the hell is that about? I don't know. I don't know. Never heard anything like it. Yeah, it's madness, uh, isn't it? It's madness. Like they, they do a playoff, I think it's I think it's semi finals and then a final. Do, do you know what, mate? I I I, I just think yeah, I'm I'm of I'm of thinking of just expect the worst than then any sort of Anything above that is, is obviously just just a bonus, really. I just mm. don't want to get my hopes up because that'll just make it harder to to swallow, really. But let's be honest: if it if it's expunged or class void or whatever term you want to use, you're talking probably the biggest injustice of all time. Certainly one of them. Hi. Yeah, I am. Um, such a horrible word as well, isn't it? Expunged, like it just. Oh, disgusting! Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. rubs it. It yeah, just turns us through. Part of when the national league was was class void, really, wasn't it? But I'm putting it up there with the likes of, in terms of injustice with with OJ Simpson. Nelson and I'm Mandela. Not talking, I'm not. Talk, I'm not talking his first trial. I'm talking his second trial when he actually got sent to jail for basically taking back what was effectively his anyway. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know he basically, just took a sports memorabilia back. Yeah, yeah, in the hotel and then he room with like a twenty-year sentence or something ridiculous. <laughs> I'm talking about those levels of injustice, basically. Did you not feel there was much injustice in the first case in the in, in the in the murder trial, or I presume not it... as much? No, to I... be honest with you, maybe injustice for OJ for having to go through all of that for the trial and everything else now I'm being, I'm being a bit facetious there but I, I'd say that there's more more injustice in the second case like it's crazy. what did he do just take back some of his sports memorabilia he and did through the book at him he did yeah yeah I mean it was I believe a gun and knife point um... <laughs> debatable I don't know debatable apparently key witnesses spoke even in his entourage that yeah <laughs> the plot was to go in with semi-automatics and... <laughs> Shit, this poor fella. There's a lot of fake news out there, Steve. Don't always believe what you read in the papers, mate, or online, or whatever platform you use. There is a lot of fake news. There's not been, as I say, there's not been much to go with on the sport front. For us to be now recording our conversations and talking sport, it's probably a bit of a, it's a dire time to start, isn't it? But obviously, the draft, we haven't spoken about the draft at all, Popey, since, since we last, since we last gap. Um, Brady for start. Before we go into the draft, what are your thoughts on there? Because I know you've got a bit of investments in terms of the NBA season, with various different bets we've both had. I'm at a point now where I hope that gets classed, where basically that's void. Where you get your money, money back on my bets because yeah. none of my bets are particularly going anywhere. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. I'll be gutted. Um, I've got. I've got some in the shitter, obviously, Steph Curry, um, probably the most... Honestly, if I'd have had 300 quid on a fucking greyhound, I'd have got more legs out of it. I think, <laughs> did he break his wrist in the first game, did he, to be MVP? It was certainly, yeah, in the first first couple of games, at least, like, yeah. I mean... But that... they're the team for next season, mate. Yeah, the Warriors. They've got Clay back, they've got Steph back, they've got a number one draft pick. Although the draft's not that, not that strong this year with the NBA. But then they've got Draymond Green, and now they've also got Wiggins, who's, who's pretty good. He's been underrated, he's been at the Simple Wolves for a few years. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll be... Uh, yeah. Are you, confident, good, are you confident that Steph and Clay are, are going to come back to football? Steph, it looks like he's right back to it. Did he, did he post something like 28, 29 points first game back? 
he's a main man. All of them, you know, you know, me, you know my feelings for uh, for Steph. Like he's uh, he's the main man. But um, I tell you, tell you who's the the next Steph Curry. And then it's not the most obscure shout out there because he's I think he was an all star this year. But um, Trey Young, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Could be better than Steph Curry, I think. Going there. Could think, be better. Do you think he needs a move? Yeah, you think he needs a move? He'll get a move. I think he'll get a move, yeah. If not this year, definitely the year after. A bit like Davis, where he was just at the Pelicans for whatever the first four, five, six years mm. of his career. And then he got his move. He might have to wait a couple of years. But uh, I think he could be better than Steph Curry and all that. He's absolutely ridiculous. I think there's so much, there's so much player power now in the NBA. I think if he wants to move, he can push. You can almost down tools now to a point, can't you? It's the same as footy, really. If you want out, I think you can kind of make it be known that, that it's that it's time to move on sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And it doesn't lack confidence as well while I'm sat here too. You know, just Google Trey Young and uh, he's, 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 he's certainly confident, so I'll give him that. He's basically saying he'll be a better shooter than Steph Curry in a wow. year. Wow. See, I'm all about that. That's why... Right, exactly, of course. That's, That's why, why he's as good as he is. He's 21, Steve. Yeah, yeah. His, 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 his what are his skills numbers? are just outrageously good. What are his numbers saying this year? Um, let's see, he's averaging tw- so 30 points a game, pretty much 29.6. It's not easy in Atlanta that way. Uh, his, his field goal percentage is 43, which is good for a volume shooter, and his three points 36. And then he has he's averaging so he's averaging almost 30 points a game and 9.3 assists a game as well. He's got it all. Yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine him slotting into a, to a top side. Like, he's gonna exactly. Miss, he's gonna the, miss, the Lakers, lad, yeah. Could he's be the best piece. Numbers, isn't he? But in terms of NBA bets, yeah, as I say, I, I, I don't even know why I bother with the, M, the MVP. I have had no luck with the MVP. Championship MVPs, season long. I was on LeBron last year, wasn't I, when he got injured and the Lakers were looking good. It's just, me long-term NBA isn't great. But I've got that, I've got that Miami... Heat bet at hundred. Oh, they look great. I know. They look brilliant. They, and they look like they've got Milwaukee's number. I think they've beat them three times. This three out of three, I think, or maybe maybe it's three out of four. They beat them twice on the road, and it's just like oh, to have a hundred to one shot in the in the mix there. And a you've, got to be, you've, you've, you've just got to brace yourself for the cancellation of the season, mate. I think that's the way it's going. Did you hear the ridiculous suggestion that they, they might look at doing it behind closed doors on a crew on two cruise ships? The <laughs> suggestion was that Stugatz. What? I heard Stugatz. Stugatz was talking about it, but no, it was it was another ESPN columnist and. The lads were saying, like, is he, is this fella just lost his mind looking for content? Like, he's, he's suggesting basically an Eastern Conference cruise ship and a Western Conference cruise ship. <laughs> and it, he's just trying to get headlines, he's trying to get clicks there on his, on his social media. He, he can't be, be serious, like, that can't be a legit proposal, like, do you know what I mean? Well, I think I he's just I, clicks there, like, a bit like know. Greg Cody, really. Popey, I don't know, reading, reading about the Premier League. Plans and contingency plans, if they can't get it back up and running at the regular grounds behind closed doors in May, they'll talk and, you know, they're talking a World Cup, a Premiership World Cup over like six weeks in a stadium in Birmingham and a stadium in London. Everyone behind closed doors, no family, no friends, nothing like that. Just the clubs, um, some limited staff, doctors and whatnot, and doing a World Cup. And by all accounts... The government sound right behind it because if we're still in lockdown by then, 
It's a, yeah. it's a mental health thing. It's a, you've got to stimulate people. There needs to be something. It's the national game. People, get, people lift spirits. People can get behind it, you know? I think so. But it's, uh, do you know what? Like, at first, I was thinking, oh, my God, imagine winning it behind closed but the doors. How bad that could have been. But I'd take that now. Oh, by your hand. Because as long off. as it means us getting crowned as champions, and now obviously for your bets coming in. But aside from that, it's something we've obviously waited for for 30 years. We'll take the shine off it initially, but once the lockdown's been lifted and later this year, whether it be August, September or beyond, we'd still have the chance to do a parade and then celebrate properly then and then yeah. party properly then. Yeah. Um, I just I just want us to win it by whatever means necessary, really. I was in the uh, I was in the, the gutter with it last week. Like I just I had the feelings you had, Pope. To be honest with you, I was just like, this is not looking good. I I felt like it was going to get to a point where they they were going to want to look like they had good models, the Premier League, and they were just going to make a point of like, look, footy isn't as important, and they might pull the plug, but. Just reading, I read a lawyer talking about the championship yesterday and, and basically spoke to Adam about it last night. He was on our show, wasn't he, Adam Forshaw? And yeah. um, it's basically in the, in the championship and in the football league, the teams are basically like mini shareholders in the league. So, okay. so from a business and from a legal point of view, if you stop, if you say you stop Leeds now and that's seen to stop and them making... I don't know, what's the Premier League worth? Like 500 million or something if you get promoted? It's so ridiculous, yeah. It just goes up every year, really, doesn't it? You're basically legally stopping a shareholder from, from operating properly in your league, you know what I mean? So yeah. he was talking billions of, of lawsuits that would would fold the championship, basically. Wow, can okay. I, can from I the see? clubs? Yeah, yeah, from the clubs. Suing the, suing the FA? Yeah, suing the FA and suing the championship, wow. yeah. yeah, And basically the same for the Premier League. They'll have to give them a billion pounds worth of TV money back that they've already received. That'll have to go back, apparently, a billion quid's worth of, of dough. So, I mean, as you say, I read an article in Echo, I think I was telling you about it, there's some fucking knobhead being so cocksure, saying that there will be a 2020 champion Liverpool's name will be etched on the trophy. I, I, you set yourself up for a fall there, mate, aren't you? By, you know what I mean? Just, just, just reporting. You just don't count uh, your chickens. But I, what I've read this week has been really positive. And I know there's more than football out there, like, but we've got to start it again at some point. At some point when this clears, I just think the first game that Liverpool play or the first game should just... The next game should be Man City and Arsenal. That should be the next Premier League game, whether it's July, yeah. whether it's May, whether it's November... You've got to finish this league, and if you have to cut next season's league short, and you have to yeah. make it maybe a nineteen-game season, would it be? What is it? Yeah, yeah. There's twenty clubs. Yeah, so if you play each other once, you it's play just nineteen games. Yeah, yeah. you certainly I, seem to have a renewed sense of optimism about it all. Like, yeah, I was in the dump. I honestly, I, I had. I, that was I, probably haven't spoken to me about it. You were down <laughs> in the dumps. I yeah, that's a people with me being obviously rather cynical as I am. Like. Yeah, I'll have a probably rather difficult weekend after speaking to you and you've brought me back down, like, or sent me back out on the ledge. <laughs> I'd imagine, yeah. But I don't I have know. that effect on people, do you? You know that. I think there's, I think there's hope, lad. I think there's hope that it that it does get completed. He sounded very confident. Adam sounded very confident last night. He said, "I just can't see us. There's too many." But how much do the players know? How much would the club relay to the players? In, in, in a business sense, do you know what I mean? Or do you think it's just like sort of whispers go around the club and, and, and what have you, so it's like a little bit of hearsay type of thing? He was saying someone told, told him at the club that 
it's very, very. I just don't know whether players would be privy to, to, to that type of business sort of yeah. sensitive information. Do you know what I mean? Well, and maybe, that, yeah. Maybe years. And there might be a psychological thing with it as well. Staff members might be saying, "Look, don't worry about it to keep their heads." And Possibly. Can you imagine Leeds having to deal with that, lad? After last season's capitulation and Spygate and whatnot, imagine now you. How many points clearly? Nine points clear or something at the top of the table, Addy? It still wouldn't be as big an injustice as, as, as Liverpool. Of course not. 25 points clear. Of course not, but, but possibly... But, but or it'd... OJ for that matter. <laughs> Second try. It'd be more financial, I'd imagine. It'd be, it'd be more financially impactful on Leeds than it would Liverpool, lad. Yeah, it's from a business sense, yeah. But just, just the fuck me, 30 years wait. Yeah. And then, uh, only this could happen to Liverpool, really, couldn't it? Do you know what I mean? But, mm. I don't know, I'm, I'm still I'm still leaning more towards the fact that, um, yeah, it will be cancelled, or sorry to use the, 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 the term expunged. Um, I don't know, like I said, maybe that's, again, psychological. I'm just sort of um, on the side of caution with it all, so that if it mm. is good news, then it will be... Uh, if, it is, if there's bad news, then it'll be easier to take, really, and then there's good news even better. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But it's uh, it's, it's just mad times, though, mate. It is I'm looking at another 684 died in the UK today over, over the last 24, 24 hours. It's heavy, like, isn't it? I mean, it's not affecting the UFC at all, is it? I think even the Irish racing was still on for a while, wasn't it? But the UFC ploughs on. They're apparently... Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And I was, uh, I was pleased to see your, um, the, the Dana White cog today yeah. in relation to sport betting and obviously the potential opportunities that that means for mm. the likes of William Hill in particular. So that can only mean uh, good things for the stock price, mate, going forward. I think so. I think so. Uh, WrestleMania is still on as well. You can actually bet on WrestleMania. I know it's pre-scripted and whatnot, but you can get a little limited bet on as well. So if you're fucking jonesing over the weekend and you're, you're pranging out and need a... Need a flutter. <laughs> Get on it. I think Brock Lesnar might be a bit of value, to be honest with you. I've seen him knocking about about 11 to 4. So, <laughs> What are you going to do, Steve, if, 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 if worst case scenario, if the league is cancelled and Liverpool aren't crowd champions? What, what are you thinking long term in terms of <clears throat> following footy? Because <clears throat> I know talk's cheap and that actually speak loud and where to get that. But I'm, I'm, I'm sort of standing by what I've been saying for a good few weeks now I'd just I'd fuck football off completely mm. I'd find something else to do over the weekend obviously I'll keep myself occupied with the kids and then <clears throat> just to sort of fill the gaps in between I'd, I'd just have to find some other sort of hobby I think I don't know lad I, I think it'd hurt me as much I'd have to spew it I, 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 yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't persist in, in supporting Liverpool I, I, as bad as it sounds and as defeatist as it sounds I just that's just me I, I couldn't do it I'd have to honestly I'd have to find um, another hobby for, for when I've got any downtime from the kids and I'd suggest gardening but I haven't even got a garden mate I've got a backyard so that's <laughs> that's that's sort of off the table straight away uh, sure. I don't know I'd have to give it some thought to be honest with you I'm sure you could uh, you could whip that into something there though nowadays get a bit of titchmash maybe a titchmash well, book uh, or... my brother-in-law's uh, landscape gardener and I've been waiting for him for a good few weeks now for some uh, for some astral turf, like so, I'll, I'll believe that one when I see it anyway. Yeah, he's old now, Tonya, is he? I don't know, Paul, but I, I'd be, I'd be as as damaged from a from a fan point of view, obviously from a Liverpool fan point of view, as I would be from a, a gambler. I'd be completely dejected as a as a gambler, as someone who. Who makes money from gambling, like? Because so this is pocket talk, then, is it? So you'd rather so the, so the biggest, the, the 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 hardest thing for you to take from it all would be. The financial aspect in terms of the, the, the your loss of of bets, if you will, compared to obviously the 
the other side of it as being yeah. a football fan and a lifelong Liverpool fan, you'd feel worse from the Ben perspective rather than the a, a bit of both. A, a bit of both, Paul. I think it'd probably be equally equally as damaging. Like I'd be gutted for for friends and family and. And whatnot, he'd have to deal with it. But but from a, from a gambling point of view, you know, your long term betting, you put that's the whole point. You know, you you sit and it, it's that long term week in week out, not having to dip into your pockets and just just watching and waiting for the uh, for for it to hit down the line. So I think it'd really damage me. Not to mention that I backed them to win the European Cup as well. So like the last game we've played, I've lost that bet, and now the other one just just hangs in the. Hangs in Double the whammy. Yeah, yeah. So it's been, it's to be honest with you, it's not been that hard to switch your mind off gambling, really, because obviously the, the last was good. That was a nice forty to one winner, wasn't it? The, 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 the la- I know Pope. We probably the less said about Cheltenham, the better Pope. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a stellar one for either of us, was it? I don't think. Well, yeah, come on, hang on a minute, mate. You know, your your my loss is your gain in that one. So you're talking about the last race at Cheltenham, the Martin Pipe. Yeah, infatigable. Yeah, was I had good? everything on. Um, I told you that, didn't I? Yeah. Colin the fire. Yeah. Which, let's be honest, would have won if it would have stayed up. Obviously, it fell at the uh, the, last. the the last hurdle, which was quite symbolic, really, of, of my <clears throat> Cheltenham festival as a whole, as a, as a punter. Uh, I'll have to go through it, mate, and I'll, I'll, I'll pass on the info in due course. But if I had to guess, I reckon I probably had over the course of the week maybe 10 seconds yeah. and maybe five or six thirds. I'll go through it properly and I'll let you know. And that's not backing multiple horses in one race, that's just one horse in a race. Yeah. Um, it was an early man, as is often the case with me. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I was terrible, Pope. I'll put this into perspective. I had a ten at each way on that, a forty to one. That that last winner, and it was still very much a losing week. It was tough down there for me. I had a nightmare. Laying and eating a laid seemed to win. Um, I laid Min. Jeez, where did Min pull that from? Jesus Christ. Applutard underperformed. That was me banker of the festival. I had so many anti posts. I had apples, Applutard or Apple Tart. Yeah. As I now refer to him as. Um, I had him at 25 to 1. I had anti posts oh, the Ryan there. And he just, I know he come third and he only got beat two lengths, but that wasn't the, the real show. And do you know where he messed up the trainer? He didn't run him between Christmas to Cheltenham. So he Usually he runs him at the Dublin Festival, but he pulled him out on, on grounds of the, uh, the fast going. Um, and I think that was his, his downfall. But. That just gives you an opportunity to reinvest into him next year because I think the trainer will have learned from that and I think guaranteed he'll have a run between Christmas and Cheltenham and you can get him now for about 16, 20 to 1 for the Ryan there next year. Apple start. Yeah, as, as you were saying, you were so far ahead of the of the bookies on a, on a lot of fronts, weren't you? Odds wise, Pope, you know, you'd, you'd make. Well, I think about the week. You, you, you just obviously mentioned there that you'd have a shocker. If you haven't, uh, I'll have to go through it to this, so don't don't hold me to this, but I reckon. On the last day, lad, I had four seconds on the Friday, but I was going on the nose, I was getting a bit greedy. Whereas maybe I need to have another look at Alan Benton and maybe need to do a few more each ways. But I just think anything single figures, it's a pretty pointless if you're going... If you go in each way, just know. just go on the nose and then I don't know. Maybe I just got a bit greedy, started to chase, haven't had a bad week, and yeah. as I say, just reinvested everything into calling the fire, only for him to uh, to fall at the last. Oh, Thank you very much. I know, I know. I, I you know, I I gained from it, so I can't overly say I was massively. I'm obviously sympathetic on you losing losing a bet, but fucking hell to see it come down. It's. One man's <laughs> one man's misery is another man's glory, isn't it? Unfortunately, and Rexy Dingle. Yeah, and I'm always I seem to be on the receiving end, unfortunately. But um, your luck will change, mate. 
Maybe it has changed, Popey. I think maybe that was the start of something. That that Super Bowl was the first one. Me and you had to head. Usually, you've got you had an impeccable record going into the Super Bowl, didn't you? From yeah. Mike Tyson to Lennox Lewis, Jacksonville Jags to the Houston Texans. You you you've wiped the floor with me. Maybe there's a few Billy Joe Saunders ones in there, there as is. well. Um, but he's lost his yeah, license, by uh, the way. I don't find I don't find much much solace in that. To be honest with you, when I've, I've backed the Chiefs, so no, the Forty Nine. Sorry, what well, thirty three is anti post. Yeah, six points up or whatever it was, even more. Was it ten points up early in the last six ten, minutes? Ten or, or ten or eleven, Pope won it. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. So you, uh, you, you learn from your mistakes, Tom. You do. And, uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger at the end of the day. That's all you've got to do. Just speaking about the Texans there as well for a sec. Um, wow, uh, just. I know me and you last year spent... The, I, I know he, in the end he got them to the playoffs as well and, uh, and through the first round, but fucking hell, we had some fun over Bill O'Brien uh, last year and he, he's at it again, isn't he, by the looks of things? Did you? Obi! As uh, Steve got to call him. The uh, Andre Hopkins, did you catch all that mess of a trade? Oh, well, of course, yeah. Obviously, you know, I'm a Texans fan of heart, mainly because of the Sean Watson rather than anything else, but... Uh, it just completely doesn't make any sense. Just, just completely nonsensical to to get rid of, of Hawkins, who's arguably the best receiver in the game. And what did he get? Effectively, he got a second round pick for it. Yeah, he got absolutely nothing. Did you hear what was apparently behind it from DeAndre Hopkins' side? Well, he had a meeting with him, Bill O'Brien, as he as the general manager, because you know he's head, <laughs> general head, manager, head coach, That's brilliant. head coach and general manager. He's moonlighting as a general manager. Uh, unbelievable, <laughs> but cool. Apparently, they went in um, all on good terms, looking for a contract extension for him, looking at options, how they were going to keep him there. And Bill O'Brien started to bring up apparently um, how he disapproved that he had multiple baby mamas. He had kids to different women. <laughs> How many? He's got kids to different women. I think it might be free. And he decided to bring it up in a contract negotiation. And that was that. It just completely <laughs> broke down. Is this on record? Has Hopkins actually come out and said this? I'm not having that. This is on record, Pope. You can have a little read of it when you go away from this. He was wow. A, yeah. He's got into his personal family situation, yeah. His star receiver, a generational player. And he's talking about his... Uh, it's That's very David Brent, isn't it? Just... In some ways, I've got a newfound respect there for Bill O'Brien, just for just for the comedic element more so than anything. That's very David Brent, that. Crazy, Unbelievably it? naive. I it's just insane. don't know what he's doing there. You, you, you can't keep hold of the show and Watson much longer, though. No. He can't be happy about it all, surely. No, he'll be looking to get out. He'll be looking to get out. Is there anything caught your eye, Popey, on the end? And that feels like... God, it feels like a lifetime away, doesn't it, to be honest with you. I'm hoping that we get it a little bit towards the end of August and September. Has anything jumped off the page? I've seen the Falcons have got about 11 first-round or former first-round drafts on offence now, haven't they? Could they well, roll back the years, maybe, and uh, make a little run into tough division? I like the um, I like the Colts. Done a bit of a 180 yeah. there with the... Um, with the South, the AFC South. Obviously, I'm a Texans man. But I like the Colts, the... I've added the Forest Buckner, obviously from the 49ers. Um, and then you got Rivers as well, haven't you? Quarterback. What do we think on Rivers? As Rivers as Rivers got it's it in? Certainly not great from Jacoby Brissett, surely. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. You would think so. Um, maybe. Well, I think that's going to south, put it that way. Well, maybe with Rivers last year, it was a case of it had just all gone a bit stale. You know, another year down there, the move. 
maybe he wasn't feeling it, the commute. I mean, I know he was talking about moving closer to home. He, he's kind of got a little bit closer to home in Indianapolis. But maybe that's what Rivers needs. It's just a fresh start. A few, few different targets, maybe. I was looking at it. I'm go- I've got to. I, I just have to, really. I have to reinvest in the 49ers, although obviously the value's gone. Um, but I'm going to do so. I'm going to get stuck back into the 49ers, rather just heart rule and head rip. I don't to be honest with you. But I-, I haven't looked at it in, in, in my, I haven't broken it down and looked into it in any great detail. But from what I had seen, uh, the, the, they're the ones that stood out for me, the Colts. I think the Colts might make a bit of a run next year mm. to keep everyone fit. Yeah, I think it's a good chance. I'll have to get a price on it. Just before you go, because the um, Dylan's having a. Bit yeah, of a cry, yeah, 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 go on. Go on, lad. Before we shoot, um, have you been able to find the Faldo video anywhere on social on on on, on the internet or no. any other platform? No, I know. Last time we spoke, I know you were um, you were lacing Nick Faldo's. How genuine his tears were at uh, Sevi Bally's Stiras's. I just I think what's happened uh, again. I've mentioned before, I'm not into my conspiracy theories, but something I'm, I'm sort of I, I do think has happened with this is he's let his guard down there, which is not something Faldo usually does. No. And then he regretted it massively and he's paid for it to disappear. It's like he fell into like a sort of uh, the internet black hole. I've, I've literally tried various different means of finding it and no joy. So I'm just, I'm glad Jimmy Lee can at least vouch for me so that you know, it, no, I'm not completely losing the plot. Happen. Someone else has actually seen that video and it's got to be out there. So just try and he was blubbering. Invest as much time and resources you can in finding it because it's absolutely gold. To be honest with you, I, I, I will look for it. I mean, he does, he does smack of alpha male, doesn't he? Faldo, I can't imagine, I can't imagine the tears were easy to come across, and it does, it does add suspicion to it, doesn't it? Whether he was actually. Oh yeah, but well, he is. He's, he's very alpha male. He's a misogynist. He's so I think he's literally. He's, he's seen that back or even on the, the day after he's actually shed those tears and he's regretted it massively. Because uh, that's 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 the way he's wired ultimately, and I think he's paid for it to go missing. It's it's literally not up there, mate. You can't find it. I've tried different platforms. I've tried Live Leak, YouTube, um, just Google the, the Google video section. No joy up to now. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll try and find it. We'll have a go. But we'll, I'm gonna have to shoot. Mate. Go on, he's, mate. Uh, yeah, we'll catch up. Hopefully, we'll, we'll do this ne- next week. Always a pleasure, lad. And we'll uh, we'll catch up next week and have a little gab. Let me let me let me know if you get any um, inside uh, info or, or angles on the uh, cartoon racing tomorrow. I will the do, virtual Nash. and I'll keep you posted on the Swedish election markets as well. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, desperate at the moment, aren't we? All right, Popey. Take it easy, pal. See you later. See you later, mate. Stay safe. See Ta-da. You Ta-da, 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 Louis. Ta-da, Louis. Bye, mate. Bye, bye. Ta-da, mate. Bye, mate. I knew you'd do that. <laughs> what a moment! What a moment! And I know Time how much out. it means to you. Absolutely, Sir Nick. Well, I had the same for me. It was uh, 95. He comes to me in floods of tears after I got up and down, you know, in 95. And, and um, God, I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> was my personal property. You know, the only thing I saw that was on display that wasn't mine was some baseballs. And I made it clear to everybody, those are not mine. All I want is my property, and I, I think there's a tape of it. You hear me on at least three or four occasions say, I just want my property. 